Welcome to The Craft Podcast, Episode 6, Community 101. I'm Leslie Camacho. And I'm Michael Rugg. The Craft Podcast serves the community of designers, developers, business people, and content creators who use the Craft Content Management System to build great products and experiences on the web. With this podcast, we are aiming to give a voice to the Craft CMS community, to bring you relevant news, to answer all your questions and help develop your skills, and to celebrate all of the awesome things you're building with Craft in your tool belt. In this episode, we're talking about community, the very basics of getting involved, the process of going uh, from an outsider and and feeling like you're part of the group, which is actually can be a uh, that can be a tough transition for for people. And I feel, Michael, like what we're doing right now at this very moment is uh, part of the wonderful thing about being an online community. So I'm in Bend, Oregon at the moment. And where are you? I am in Singapore. And it is 8.49 a.m. my time. And for you, it's... It's a quarter to midnight. (laughs) It's it's late. (laughs) Uh, But we know that a lot of our friends uh, and peers work this way every single day. This is sort of... This this extreme time zone difference, a little bit of an anomaly for us, but um, there are plenty of people where this is this is the norm of everyday life, and it's why it's why feeling like you're part of the community is so important, so that it can be uh, almost midnight somewhere and just after espresso time for me in the morning, and still feel kind of like you're grounded in the same thing, and. It, you know, so when I think of community 101, I think of my own journey in with craft specifically. Like I have a very, very strong background in the CMS community. I've got a lot of friends already in the craft community. But when I first started using craft on a business level, I still felt kind of like an outsider a little bit. And I think this is quite typical for a lot of people, um, especially since a, a lot of us are introverts, where we feel connected and we feel uh, of the value in the tool set, but we want to, we also want to feel connected to the people using it to have that. Um, there's, a, there's a certain sense of security that comes with that that I think is actually quite critical for our, our mental health um, and, and to get the most out of the tool set. So when I first talked to you uh, about craft, uh, years ago, and I wanted to know about the community, you kind of introduced me to everything as a whole. And within a short while of talking to you, I felt like I knew how to get involved. And then I actually got involved. And now I feel like I'm a part of it. And I'm very thankful for that. So I want to do the same thing for people brand new to craft who have maybe heard about it, uh, and want to know where the people are at, and how to stay up to date and how to uh, get help and also give help um, because we're all givers here, right? That's right. Okay. So getting involved with the community, where do we start? Uh, well, Craft being a relatively young product has an impressively broad and mature community. Um, lots of folks hang out and, uh, and give and receive help and uh, trade tips and talk about the future of the product. Um, and the first place that I would recommend people go is uh, to the craft website. It's buildwithcraft.com slash community. And uh, there's a page that lists all of the different places where the craft CMS community lives online. And uh, you can sign up for updates. You can read the Pigs and Sonic blog. You can get invited to uh, the Slack channel. 
there's links to the Stack Exchange. So kind of the uh, the index there is on the Craft website, buildwithcraft.com slash community. And so if you're new, uh, go there right now and sign up for everything. Uh, and even if you've been around for a while, um, the Craft community has grown really, really explosively uh, in the past just few months. Um, and so there may even be uh, a few outposts of resources that you uh, haven't checked out yet. So I encourage everybody to start uh, with the community page on the Craft website. Right. And in particular, if you are a veteran of the community, but you haven't checked this out recently, uh, there's a lot of new meetups that did not exist before. Just today, I see that there's a PDX craft meetup, uh, Portland uh, meetup that's starting to happen uh, now. And so these and uh, there's plenty of international meetups uh, as well. Um, I wanted to also mention that at the very bottom of the community page, you can subscribe to the Pixel and Tonic newsletter down there as well. And that doesn't come out a lot, but when it does, it's usually full of really good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> so they go to the community page, you sign up for the craft Slack. That's probably the most critical thing you can actually do to get your invite there. But I think that one of the things people want to know first when getting involved in the community is where do I go for help? I think uh, my, my favorite resource, I think the resource that has um, the most lasting value uh, for our community is the Stack Exchange. Um, I really enjoy answering questions and posting questions on the Stack Exchange. And if you've never heard of Stack Exchange, it is basically a, uh, a community, mostly technical, but uh, in some cases, uh, there's some non-technical topics there too. Uh, and you go and you post questions uh, and other people can answer your questions. Um, and then the community can kind of upvote the best questions and the best answers um, so that uh, the best information always kind of gets the most eyeballs and has the most uh, solid presence into the future. So it's a really useful, ongoing, or growing list of, of questions and answers about every topic you can possibly imagine. Um, and that is the first place that I would go to get help. And there's lots of other uh, places that you can reach out to help. In fact, just about anywhere that you reach out to the craft community to get help, you will receive a friendly answer. But I really like the Stack Exchange because of the way uh, that, that folks can vote to make sure that the best information uh, rises to the top and because it's archived for the future. So, uh, yes. you know, it's not like your question and your answer kind of floats up, uh, up the channel and then disappears into the ether of time. Uh, those questions and those answers uh, get indexed and Google knows where they are and you can search them really easily uh, and you can refer back to them and, and bookmark them. And so that's why Stack Exchange is just really an invaluable resource for uh, forgiving and getting help um, uh, for, for craft and uh, a myriad of other uh, technical topics as well. In particular, I think Stack Exchange is really great at the how do I do X in mm-hmm. in craft. So it's not necessarily, uh, well, for sure, it's not the place to report bugs uh, and all that good stuff. But like, for example, if you are setting up forms for the first time and you you have a particular, you know, how does form validation work or how do I do this on form submission or right. uh, I'm setting up a, a particular tricky uh, navigation system and I want to know how to set this up for a client. Uh, I think that's where, that's the sort of question where Stack Exchange just really, really excels. 
Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm frequently surprised because I'll think that I have just a really esoteric niche thing that I need to do that surely no one else uh, has ever had to do. And I like a good forum citizen, make sure to search it before I post the question. And sure enough, it pops up and somebody else has had to do uh, whatever super specific thing that I need to do today. Um, And so I'm, I'm often surprised at just how much information is already there. Um, but the community on Stack Exchange is still in beta, and so we need people to to join up and uh, be really enthusiastic, not only about um, uh, asking questions but answering them too. You know, as you learn and get better with the platform, you can start to to contribute back. And uh, you know, once we've demonstrated that this community is gonna be self sustaining um, in the way that we all kind of already know it is, but we get kind of a, a wider base of questions and answers and uh, consistent activity, then they'll uh, graduate us from from beta, and so um, still kind of an exciting pioneery feeling sort of thing to do is just log on and post questions and answer questions. That's right. It is still very much uh, the wild west, so to speak, mm-hmm. uh, to some extent. Okay, so the big place though is Slack. We mentioned that on the community uh, page, you sign up, you get a Slack invite. It's usually very very fast. Uh, mm-hmm. So let's talk Slack because one of the big questions is where is everybody hanging out? And if I need a question answered in real time, if I want to make friends, I mean, there's a whole there's a whole wonderful list of things that Slack is good for. Right. Uh, so at this point, you've signed up. And if you haven't signed up for Slack yet, you should pause this podcast, go to buildwithcraft.com forward slash community and join right away. Uh, This is your official invitation. You don't need an official invitation. We are not official inviters. But if you need that permission, just pause and go sign up. From one introvert to all my other introvert friends, uh, if I can do it, you can do it. (laughs) So now that we've established that, where do we start with Slack? If you are working on the internet and you have not heard of Slack, um, then you are one of the few uh, so Slack is uh, a product that basically creates um, you know a real-time chat room, kind of like uh, uh, HipChat or uh, some other gr- you know group uh, chat room, IRC or what have you. Um, except that it's it's like IRC on steroids because you can post very rich links and there's multiple channels and you can mention people and get all kinds of notifications and integrate it with your Twitter streams and your GitHub's and um, so so it's it's IRC on on steroids, and um, it, it kind of serves as the town square slash water cooler of the community, and so that's it's where everybody gathers whenever they're online. And there's lots of channels. There's um, uh, an announcements channel for um, uh, for announcements, and there's uh, a plugin developer channel if that's what you're doing. There's a help channel where you can go kind of get real time help. So so there's lots of different channels where you can be appropriate to your, your questions. But the help, uh, the general and the help and the plugin dev channels tend to be the busiest. Um, and that's where you can also go to get real-time help. Um, and, you know, because the craft community is truly global, uh, chances are wherever you're at, uh, whatever time zone you're in, somebody is awake, you know, at, uh, at 2 in the morning when you're uh, stuck on a thing and will happily answer your question or just, you know, chat with you. There's, there's some days when, you know, I go to the, um, the Slack channels just to say hello to all my friends. Hey friends, what are we working on today? 
somebody tell me a, a happy story. <laughs> yes. And, you know, you say that like an offhand remark, but, you know, that's actually really, really critical. Like a lot of us work from home like I do. I'm oh, alone yeah. in an office all day and I p- power on Slack and suddenly I'm part of a 1200 person community mm-hmm. uh, speaking in real time, helping each other. It's a great source of encouragement. Um, it's a great source to also get checked, uh, because there's plenty of people that aren't afraid to tell you, Hey, you're doing it wrong. But generally they tell you in a really nice way, uh, that actually helps you. Um, and I really do appreciate the kind, the general kindness and, um, uh, just helpful posture of the craft community. I, like I'm just in the general chat looking right now and in the space of the few minutes we've been talking, there have been questions about licensing, best practices on setting up, setting up a staging server, um, how to implement forms. Uh, so my example was good <laughs> there yep. going back to stack exchange. Uh, how do I do markdown text and craft? And there's just tons of back and forth going on here and it's 9am. Uh, and it's been going, the conversation has literally, literally been going 24 seven. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out from the business side of things too, is that there's a jobs channel in here where people post yes. when they're looking for help. Uh, and when, and also when they're uh, available. Uh, and you mentioned it too, but if you're more of the uh, actual programmer developer variety, the plugin dev channel here is priceless for you. Or so I understand, I'm not a programmer, but you talk to me a lot about the, the plugin dev channel. Yeah, you, you tend to, to get deeper questions about, uh, you know, not just implementing things with craft, but how do I wrestle craft to, uh, to do my bidding at the low level? Um, so it's it's pretty fun because that especially right now um, it really is the the wild west and it's very fun to see the kind of stuff plugins that people are are building to extend uh, what craft is doing. Um, but yeah, there's there's a channel there's a channel for everything. Are there any best practices in Slack that people should be aware of? Any etiquette we need to know about? Well, it's it's kind of you know just your general uh, internet help etiquette. Um, you know, be considerate. Um, don't be lazy. Try to find the answers in the docs. You know, search the stream to see if anybody has already been talking about what you want to talk about. Um, you know, be friendly. Um, Slack has this feature where you can at mention like an entire channel or um, or the entire you know everyone who's online and. And, uh, you know, don't be that guy who at mentions everybody, you know, just yes. kind of assuming that everyone who's online needs to stop what they're doing and notice that you need help and come rushing to your aid. I mean, most people would be would be happy to, but like, I don't want to get those like notifications all the time that somebody at mentioned everyone. So, you know, be friendly. Don't be a jerk. Um, help people help you. Um, you know, if you're going to ask a question, ask a specific question, um, give the context and, and the background that, that somebody's going to need to answer your question. But um, kind of on that note, a lot of times what I will do when I see a question, a good technical question pop up in the Slack channel is, you know, I'll say, that's a great question. I would love to answer this. Why don't you post it on the Stack Exchange? and yeah. post a link to the channel and we'll answer it on Stack Exchange because where Slack really excels is having a real-time discussion. If you're going to bounce ideas back and forth or you know shoot the breeze, 
um, while talking about a topic, Slack is the place to do that. But once there is kind of a clear question and answer emerging, it really needs to go on Stack Exchange because otherwise it just scrolls up in the channel and um, you know the Slack can only hold 10,000 messages at a time uh, right now uh, because it's kind of an open community Slack. And so you know, after some period of time, the discussion gets lost into the ether. And so if there's a question and an answer, then I really like to put it on Stack Exchange so that people can search it and refer back to it in the future. And the energy that I put into asking or answering a question doesn't get lost. Um, so it's, it's a very welcoming, warm place. And it's a great place to discuss new topics and discuss best practices. Uh, yeah, and, and, and just socialize and talk about the work that we're doing. But um, but once there's a question and an answer that, that becomes clear out of that discussion, I want it to go somewhere where it's useful for the future. That's kind of, you know, in general, that's, that's the etiquette is think about this discussion is with friendly people um, and it's pretty casual, but I need to be thinking about the bigger picture of how can I take this discussion that we're having right now and make it valuable to the community and kind of uh, give back in that way. And so... You know, if that's the philosophy that you're approaching it with, then I think the uh, the etiquette just kind of comes as a as a natural extension of being a nice member of the community. Right. I, the way I look at it is that I do my best to remember that everyone in here is a paid professional. Uh, yeah. The vast majority they're either doing you know they're either doing work for a company or they're a freelancer or they work for an agency, and so everyone. Everyone is on the clock to some extent, and so I try to be mm -hmm. respectful. I uh, like, and I try to imagine if someone were asking me this question, um, am I asking it in such a way uh, that is it being it, that I would want to answer it myself? And so I just take a little bit of time. I generally don't open up the Slack window and type out the first thing that comes to mind. If I have a particular question, uh, I put a little bit of forethought into it. And for me, my experience with Slack is that it's the best place to ask, should I do A or B? Not how do I do something, but hey, uh, I'm building this plugin and I'm building out this feature. Should I take approach A or approach B and you can get some live feedback really well. Right. Or like in my particular case, uh, since I'm not a developer, sometimes I'll have a business question. I'm writing out a scope of work. I saw this particular clause. Anyone see any red flags with this? Uh, it feels a little bit off to me, but I can't really figure out why. And inevitably I get some great feedback on questions like that. Yeah. Well, and, and there's a lot of um, non-craft discussion that actually emerges uh, through the Slack, because you know everyone is, we're kind of rallied around a particular tool, but it's not the only tool that we have in our uh, tool set, and and lots of the people are are uh, you know, doing work in uh, other CMSs, and uh, you know doing things on the business side, and doing sales, and doing biz dev, and uh, you know working with different uh, design apps and front end technologies, and so. Um, you know, all of these things kind of feed into how we use craft, um, but they are not necessarily specifically craft uh, on on topic um, as it, as relating to craft. And so, so there's a lot of good just kind of general development uh, and an industry discussion that happens in the Slack, which is really fun. Which, which as a non-designer and non-developer myself, I greatly, greatly appreciate also feeling right at home uh, in the Slack channels. Yeah. Okay, I feel like that's a really good introduction to Slack. 
you joined as part of this podcast, say hi to us there. Uh, we're mostly in there just about every day, uh, and uh, along with a lot of other people. So the last part that I, that I would like to cover is that there's a lot happening in the craft community. Even though it's a small community still, uh, small but growing, it's explosive. So I feel like I miss out on stuff every single day. Uh, that's happening. And because there are so many people in Slack, uh, that's not necessarily the best way to keep up. Um, I know one of the ways that I try to keep up is the actual Craft CMS uh, Twitter handle. Uh, Pixel mm-hmm. and Tonic actually do a very good job of, of uh, championing the community, giving retweets and announcements and posting on there. There's also the uh, Craft CMS hashtag that's got a lot going on there. But is there a place where you feel like these are the one or two go-to news sources for you, Michael? Um, yeah. I mean, I think those of us who are on Twitter monitor the, the hashtag, and, and it, it's a pretty decent uh, pulse of, of what's going on. Um, and, uh, and Pixel and Tonic, like you said, are very responsive on the Twitter. Kind of like we said with, with Slack, you know, I don't find the Twitter to be the best place for, for support stuff or, or anything that, that I want to be long lasting, but it, you know, it provides a good pulse uh, on on what's happening right now. Um, the canonical official source for news and, and what's happening is the Pixel and Tonic blog, and anything you know significant that gets released or that uh, they want the community to know about goes onto the blog. Um, and uh, and also there is uh, let's see. Uh, there's the craft link list, which uh, John Morton curates this great list of craft news. And, uh, and I really like um, that, that he does this because he takes, you know, some of the stuff that pops up in the Slack or pops up in the Twitter um, that otherwise would be lost into the ether of time and archives it. So, um, so the craft link list is a great resource. The pixel and tonic blog is the great resource. Is a great resource. There's a Facebook page too, and it's good to, if you're on Facebook, follow the the Facebook page or like the Facebook page. Um, a lot of the same stuff pops up on the Twitter and the Facebook. So if you're following one, then uh, you won't miss anything. Um, I feel like we should also mention Straight Up Craft, um, mm-hmm. which isn't so much a, a news source um, as it is an all-encompassing resource. There's, um, it kind of serves as the go-to place to find out about plugins. There's a big kind of a master list of, of plugins that people have built. Um, there's uh, articles, um, kind of both, both short form and long form articles about different uh, technical topics. There's a list of developers um, and some of the projects that they've built and the plugins that they've built. So if you're looking for for developers, you can go search the, the straight up craft directory, and that's done by uh, by the guys at uh, Barrel Strength Design uh, curate straight up craft, and that's a great resource too. Not so much for news, but for everything else. Just here are a good collection of resources surrounding craft. I I want to double plug the craft link list, which and that's the URL by the way. It's craftlinklist.com. Uh, because it's, right now it's kind of like the daring fireball almost of uh, yeah, the craft community because John cares. Like there are some automatic aggregators that go on that are just basically scraping Twitter and without much thought just pushing crap out there. But John is curating the sucker by hand. 
Oh, and, yeah. uh, and we've talked and to John directly, uh, and he does a very good job of picking stuff out. So I feel like if you're just going to subscribe to one thing to try to stay up to date, make it the craft link list. Uh, because he does, um, yeah, yeah. So we're probably embarrassing John by plugging him so heavily here, but man, he does a good job over there. I, yeah. The other, I don't, I don't think you can subscribe to just one thing. I think that, <laughs> you know, once you subscribe to one thing, you just kind of get sucked in and all of a sudden you're subscribed to everything, which I, I mean, I think that's the way it ought to be because, you know, there's different channels for where certain stuff thrives. Um, and, uh, and so I think it's, it's great. Once, once you subscribe to one thing, you know, it's like, it's like opening up Wikipedia and you're like, I'm going to read this one article. But then by the time I read the article, I've opened up 20 new tabs. Like, you know, <laughs> it's the same thing. You know, the, the craft community is so dynamic and so broad, um, and so just smart and welcoming and plugged in, uh, to what's happening within our own community, but also what's happening just in the web development industry at large, um, it's uh, it, it's it's a pretty addicting community to be part of, and I think that's beautiful. The uh, the other resource I wanted to plug is our podcasting friends uh, Leah and Emily over at the yeah. Control Click Cast podcast. They are true pros, and they cover a whole bunch of stuff. So they've talked about the Perch CMS. They talk about Expression Engine. They just had an interview with Luke Holder from Pixel and Tonic about uh, e-commerce and craft. Uh, and that's definitely also worth your time. We keep saying there's just one more resource that we want to plug. Yeah, um, I know. We, we could keep going, but I feel like, okay, I, I feel like that's, that's a good place. Justice. I yeah, think we've done that, it justice. Go to the community page and click every link and sign up for everything, and then you will be plugged in. And, and really, you know, if you go to just kind of troll and watch and listen, that's fine. Um, and if you are well, you not know, not trolling, expert, don't be a troll. <laughs> be a nice troll. Be a, be a nice, nice troll. Um, yeah, but and, and you know, then at some point, the time will feel right, and you can uh, jump in and ask a question or answer a question, and uh, and everybody is just super friendly and and super welcoming. Yeah, I think that's. Um, I think that I'd like that to be my closing thought. Is that I. It's important to remember, especially if you're new to something like I am, that your value is more than just your knowledge of a particular tool set. And whatever you're great at, that's going to be valuable to someone else in the craft community. Don't be afraid to just roll up your sleeves and get involved. Uh, uh, all of us will be the better for your involvement, and we look forward to meeting you, uh, dear yeah. listener. Yeah, I was, you know, I was listening to the Five Minute Geek Show, uh, Matt Stauffer's uh, podcast, and uh, the episode that I was listening to most recently is titled "You Don't Have the Luxury of Stagnating." And when I listened to this, <laughs> you know, when I listened to this episode, I kind of did a gut check. I was like, "Wow, yep." I very seldom am face to face with any of the people in this community, and if I don't plug in with them, I'm just going to sit still and uh, keep doing the same thing that I'm doing and never grow. And so I'm just so thankful that there, um, that there is a way that I can get plugged in with other people in my industry and, uh, and learn from them and teach them and just, you know, uh, put a smiley face on their screen um, when somebody needs a smiley face on their screen. Um, and it, you know, I'm just constantly becoming better because of uh, the people around me. I don't have anything else to add to that. I feel like we've done we've done the topic justice. 
And you can find our website at craftpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at craftpodcast. And we have an email address now, right? Hello at craftpodcast.com. There you go. You can co- You can hit us up on any of those things. And we're looking forward to hearing from you. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you.